Herzlich willkommen, Sie an Amgela, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga and more. And for that, as always, we're joined by Chris Harrington from our partner station, DW in Berlin. Now, Chris, we have to start with a big one. You said that Dortmund would need to bring their A-double-plus game to compete with the defending champions Bayern Munich. And they managed to net two goals, but Bayern still prevailed. Yeah, you're right. On top of that, it was a tight match. Uh, and on top of uh, Byron prevailing, VAR stole the damn hat trick from Lewandowski. <laughs> you know, uh, his knee, the offside call, I, I'm not too sure about that. You know, but, uh, you know, I was right in, in terms of Dortmund needing to bring their A++ game. You know, uh, but they did show some positive signs on the pitch. I mean, in Gio Reyna, you know, he was uh, probably the most dangerous forward on the pitch for Dortmund. He looked really good. He actually almost squeezed a goal past Manuel Neuer, Alan Holland. I mean, what can you say? That one-on-one, you know, with Neuer it just shows, you know, how he's vigilant in scoring goals. You know, he stuck with it and getting one past the world's best goalkeeper right now, you know, speaks volumes. He looked good. I, I don't know if Hummels should have been in the match. You know, Hummels, you know, is coming off that injury, his hamstring. You know, he looked like he was making some poor passes and he was beaten too easily by Lewandowski, you know, in and out. And then, you know, that's where, you know, Bayern's uh, success starts. Lewandowski, I mean, what can you say? Mm -hmm. You know, obviously other goals contributed. You know, the free kick from David Alaba, you know, he's a specialist. That's what he does. And uh, Sané looked beautiful with his goal as well after he checked in. You know, but Lewandowski, you know, he, he I think a day of rest did him well. You know, he looked in top form. And all in all, I think it didn't disappoint fans across the board. I mean, the only thing it was missing were, were fans inside the stadium. Indeed. You know, that would have just actually, you know, added that extra element. You know, but in terms of uh, active football, competitive football, we got all that, you know. Um, and, and I, But I think Manuel Noya said it best, the captain of Manuel Noya. You know, we always believe we can win. And I think that separates uh, Bayern Munich and Dortmund. You know, uh, one... Mm -hmm. A low light, a couple of low lights, you know, from uh, Bayern Munich side, Joshua Kimmich, you know, uh, getting injured uh, in the first half is a huge blow to Bayern Munich moving forward. And then uh, the absence of Jaden Sancho. Yeah, he was on the pitch, but he wasn't so productive. You know, Gio Reyna is looking better than Sancho these days. And uh, Dortmund are going to have to tighten that ship if they're going to uh, if they're serious about dethroning, you know, Bayern, you know, but uh, albeit, you know, they didn't leave the pitch with points, you know they can leave the pitch with their heads held high because, you know, they were competitive. It's just about finding that extra gear. I think that's what it will take for them to defeat uh, Bayern, and I'm sure they're going to be soul-searching for that uh, ahead of the next time these two sides uh, face off. Well, that's certainly a match we'll be looking forward to once again. Just staying with that rivalry quickly then, Haaland, you mentioned grabbing the goal, taking his tally to six for the league thus far. Um, the club is optimistic that they can pen him down with a new deal. In your opinion, is he necessary for Dortmund to dethrone Bayern? Without question, he's necessary. I mean, he's been the piece they've been missing, you know, for a few years now when his numbers don't lie, you know, uh, now, optimistic, the club is optimistic. I think it'll come down to convincing Holland to buy into their mentality and them having to shift, you know, what they've been presenting to the world lately. You know, they have young talent. They turn over that young talent and get a big return. You know, Christian Pulisic, Dembele, you know, players mm. seem to be using Dortmund as a launch pad, you know, to uh, 
better and more competitive pitches, you know, in their opinion. You know, and Jane Sancho seems to be next. Alan Holland, it was rumored he had a release clause in his contract that could be triggered in 2021. You know, um, uh, Avatska, the CEO of Dortmund, says that's hogwash, says that's not true. And, and uh, they're adamant about convincing Holland to stick around a little bit longer. They'll need Holland to do so. Uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, if you lead, others will follow. If Alan Holland decides to shock, you know, the continent and uh, evade and, and, and keep a distance and don't go to other clubs that are bigger clubs that, that that have already expressed interest in him. Mm-hmm. If he stays in Dortmund, he could potentially turn the tide. I mean, they have, you know, Bellingham, Arena, you know, Sancho, I, I don't know. He seems to already have one foot outside the club, in my opinion, you know, mentally, at least through his performance. So, you know, I, it'll come down to convincing him. Holland will have to want that as well, you know, but every player wants to do things big in the Premier League or Spain, you know, unfortunately, if it's not Bayern Munich, it's elsewhere. You know, and, and I think that that's a tall order. Bayern, uh, Dortmund are optimistic. We'll have to see what happens. I think if they if they stay close to Bayern Munich, that, you know, builds them to have a better argument in convincing him to stay. If they start trailing down and down, obviously you want to jump a sinking ship. So we'll have to wait and see. All right. Well, still keeping our eyes on the top bit of the the table. RB Leipzig had a solid start to the season, but then stumbled against Gladbach last match day following a crushing defeat by Manchester United. But now it looks like they've rebounded. Uh, First, they defeat PSG in the Champions League and then continue with uh, a win in the league. Um, Do you think they'll be able to keep up the pressure on Bayern? You know, I, I think they have four matches to determine that. You know, four matches... You know, in between, like you mentioned, they did rebound well. Uh, you know, defeating PSG is huge, albeit is. no Neymar, no Mbappe. <laughs> I mean, is that really PSG? <laughs> they face PSG again before they compete against Bayern. That match will be very telling. They'll have to continue their success. You know, and then they have Frankfurt as well, you know, in the Bundesliga before they face off Bayern uh, on December 5th. I think the December 5th match will, will tell us a lot, you know, because, you know, historically, Julian Nagelsmann and company compete well against Bayern Munich. You know, they always, you know, push Bayern, you know, to their limits, you know, in, in some respects. So we'll have to see, you know, if that carries over. I like what he's done with the young pieces he's got. You know, uh, Ibrahim Konate looked, has looked really good over the weekend, you know, filling in for Dea Upamakano. And uh, he contributed to a goal as well. Julian Nagelsmann always has talked about the talented players he has on his team. Angelino, we've seen do big things. I mean, the team is solid. I don't know if they're solid enough to deal with Bayern Munich. You know, that's the problem. Mm. Bayern has a bench of top-tier talent. You know, Leroy Sané, imagine this. He comes in the game and scores a goal like he did. I mean, when you have talent like that, and they have uh, Eric Chopin-Moting as well, they have a lot of players that can surprise and shock you. Um, I, I think, you know, it really depends what Julian Nagelsmann can convince his bunch to do because they are juggling a few competitions right now, and, and they've already historically done well in the Champions League, and they're trying to, you know, obviously go deep in this competition. I don't see their depth being enough to compete with uh, Bayern long term, but if the injury bug keeps beating Bayern like it did with Yulia, uh, with uh, Kimmich, who knows what can happen? You know, health is a, is a large part to the success of some of these teams as well. Indeed, I think we're going to see a lot of that kind of dynamic playing out in multiple leagues because of the still compressed uh, fixture schedules that we've got. But anyway, Chris, as always, before we let you go, what else has hit your radar this week? 
Yeah, well, Yosha Kimmich, I touched on, you know, he's a huge blow. Missing uh, his injury, Bayern Munich will miss him. He's been a mainstay in the midfield. Uh, he's never missed a minute. He's always in there. And it, how he's been combining with Goretzka, it's almost, you know, Thiago's a, a, a far memory, you know, in terms of how they've been holding mm. it down in the midfield. Now, there is some good news after his injury. I think it was originally reported He'd be out for several months, but he had surgery since his injury, and they say they expect him to be back in January. So the, there you go, modern medicine. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, that, that's remarkable in my opinion because I think Byron will definitely need him in the long run with their eyes focused on you know possibly re- repeating the treble, mm. you know, uh, this upcoming season, and uh, the German national team need him as well in, in terms of their rebuilding under uh, Joachim Lowe. You know, so Joshua Kimmich, good news. You know that uh, his return is a lot sooner uh, than expected, but that's uh, the biggest thing that hit my radar. Amazing! Thank you again for the Bundesliga update, Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Have a great week. You as well. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Simon Strella and Uli Prish. And graphics are provided by Nino Segele.